It's been announced that Oprah is going to executive produce a documentary centered around Russell Simmons and supposedly accusations of rape and misconduct. So the question is, in business, should business come before friendship or should friendship come before business? I'm DJ Motri of the Black Equity Network. And welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. Let's run through the story. Let's run through what is going on. Uh, Apparently, Oprah and Russell Simmons are at odds. Now, I want to let you know up front, this being the Black Equity Podcast, this is not a place where we're trying to gossip or go through rumors or really deal with people. What we're trying to do on these episodes is find the wisdom in all of this. Right. We're trying to find the business wisdom that we can apply for our own uh, businesses or projects and the different things that we're working on. Uh, Sometimes that means studying interviews and retelling some of the information that's coming through. Sometimes it means critical thinking and uh, thinking outside the box. Sometimes that means really great interviews with some of the best people within our culture. It it just depends on what the wisdom of the day brings. And so since I'm not able to bring on Oprah or Russell Simmons, at least not as of today, I guess I'm going to have to actually analyze it for myself and do some critical thinking. So in order for us to do that, let's kind of see, well, where is all this stemming from, right? We we have to kind of get to the root of this because in order for people to feel like uh, Oprah is, you know, turning on Russell Simmons, we have to first understand, well, what? What happened with Russell Simmons? Because not a lot of people really reported it uh, back in the day. So let's see. When Russell Simmons was going through some misconduct, what were some of the things that were being said? Well, let's pull up the New York Times. The headline says, from November 30th, 2017, Russell Simmons steps down from businesses after sexual misconduct report. Says here, this is written by Daniel Victor. 
Russell Simmons, a hip-hop mogul who co-founded Def Jam Records and a slew of other businesses, is stepping down from his companies after a woman said he sexually assaulted her in 1991. His resignation followed a guest column in The Hollywood Reporter by Jenny Lummett, a screenwriter best known for The Mummy and Rachel Getting Married. I have been informed with great anguish of the Jenny Lummett's recollection about her our night together in 1991, he said in a statement. I know Jenny and her family and have seen her several times over the years since the evening she described. Okay, so this was back in 2017 that this was happening. Russell Simmons decides to step down. Uh, let's see what else the column says, because there was a good point that I wanted to get to. Here we go. Aside from Def Jam Records, Mr. Simmons founded a yoga lifestyle brand and multiple media properties. As the corridors of power inevitably make way for a new generation, I don't want to be a distraction, so I am removing myself from the businesses that I founded, he said in a statement. The companies will now be run by a new and diverse generation of extraordinary executives who are moving the culture and consciousness forward. So he stepped down in 2017. It's been really, really quiet. Nothing's really been said. He didn't want to be a distraction. And so for many of us, we just kind of left it alone and let, I guess, let the legal proceedings do what they need to do. Well, (laughs) this week, or I guess last week, it apparently was not over. Apparently, as he stepped away from his businesses to allow there to be no distraction, well, here's a distraction. Here is a distraction. So what happened? Well, let's pull up a credible source on Oprah and Russell Simmons and see, well, what can we find as far as the real details? Uh, Let's see. It says here that uh, Russell Simmons, read Russell Simmons' open letter to Oprah. Well, we'll read that in one second. But what I really want to understand is the announcement that Oprah is doing a documentary. That's what I want to know. I want to know what that press release was and why did that come out now? I think that is what's important here. And so as we look at uh, articles during that time, it says Rolling Stones two weeks ago, Oprah producing new documentary on sexual assault in music industry. The untitled doc will follow former music executives' allegations against a notable figure in the music industry. So here, I don't even know if they're even naming anyone yet. (laughs) She just, you know, kind of hiding behind the music industry here. Oprah has signed on to produce a new documentary about sexual abuse in the music industry that will premiere on April uh, Apple TV next year. Kirby Dick and Amy Zergig will helm the project, which, per a press release, will follow a brilliant former music executive who grapples with whether to go public with her story of assault by a notable figure in the music industry. The film is a profound examination of race, gender, class, and intersectionality, and the the toll assaults take on their victims and society at large. The documentary does not have a release date, nor a title, and no details about the subjects of the film were revealed. So this is two weeks ago. Nothing about Russell Simmons has come out yet. We just know that Oprah is going to do something in the music industry. But then, a week later, 
This is what we find. Uh, it says here on the source.com, Oprah Winfrey's executive produced documentary about Russell Simmons' sexual allegations to debut at Sundance Film Festival. It's just one week later. So my antennas go up that, okay, this was already known. Because in business, <laughs> in business, a, a documentary is not done in one week. So something happened between that one week of a press release, which was kind of like uh, kind of just testing the waters to see what people would react to it. And then magically the next week it was announced that the documentary will debut at the Sundance Film Festival at the top of 2020. Sundance's description was an exact replica of Apple's logline, but the former music executive was revealed. Drew Dixon will be the center point of the documentary. Now, they had to know this a week before this. But somehow Rolling Stones or whoever the other publication was, magically they left all this out. They just said it was unnamed. It was just some music person. But it says Drew Dixon will be the center point of the documentary who accused Simmons of multiple instances of sexual misconduct in a bombshell New York Times interview. During Dixon's executive run at Def Jam Recordings, the co-founder was her supervisor. She quit her job at the record label after Russell Simmons uh, allegedly raped her in his apartment in 1995. The hip-hop mogul was repeatedly denied multiple accusation, uh, accusations of sexual harassment and rape. Okay, so these are very serious things. And by the way, if, um, if any of this did happen, we definitely are praying for Drew Dixon and the things that she's gone through. In no way is this a attack on her in any way. I'm just looking at the business moves of Oprah right now. So this is really nothing to do with uh, Drew Dixon or her story or believing her or not believing her. That's really not my place to be in. Okay, so I just want to put that out there. But I'm looking at something else. So, so before I get into kind of what my take is on on this idea of, you know, is Oprah wrong or is she not wrong? We have to kind of dig a little bit deeper to understand, well, why would she be wrong for executive producing a film, right? I mean, why would that be of any significance? She's just, you know, putting together a documentary. Well, here's the problem. Oprah and Russell Simmons have sat down <laughs> And at least have pretended to be best of friends in the past. And to me, that's where this thing gets a little tricky. To understand kind of the timeline here, you have to go back to 2018. So as all this is happening back in 2018, uh, a CNN report came out that Russell Simmons' contributions will be removed from Oprah's book. Future printings of Oprah's spiritual self-help book, The Wisdom of Sundays, will not include contributions from former hip-hop music executive Russell Simmons, according to the book's publisher. The decision comes as Simmons faces multiple accusations of sexual misconduct, including rape. So, I guess we should have already known that Oprah wasn't really rocking with this guy. He was, she wasn't really going to rock with Russell Simmons. I mean, she's, I mean, she dropped him from the book. Now... In order to be dropped from the book, 
that would mean that you was rocking with him before. You was really working with him. You was all in. Because there, there's pictures of you sitting down on Super Soul uh, Sundays on OWN with you two working together. We all know about it. There's nothing to hide here. It says back in 2014, Oprah and Russell Simmons uh, have a conversation about success through stillness. Season 5, episode 15. So they obviously had a somewhat friendly relationship. <laughs> they, they, they had a full-fledged conversation with one another. Now, does it mean that they are best of friends? I don't know. I, I don't know if that means that they're best of friends. But they had some type of connection, some type of dealings with one another. And so I guess what the real question is, is in business, does friendship come before business or should business come before friendship or is is this just business? It's just, you know, they always say that business is war. And then there's some people who believe that business is love. And I'm not saying which one is right or, or wrong. I, I tend to believe that business is love. But you also then have to know that, that some people believe that business is war. So because some people believe it, you always have to pay close attention to, you know, how people, you know, move and how they act and how they are. I believe business is love. And I believe that you can operate in this space without necessarily backstabbing it and hurting people. So then here's the real question. Is Oprah backstabbing Russell Simmons? <laughs> is, the, is that what's happening here? She dropped him from the book in 2018. She's taken on this story here. You know, normally I would say... Well, maybe she has a, a duty to really protect, you know, women in, in in the entertainment industry. And, you know, that's more important than, you know, her friendships. And it's not necessarily business, but a higher calling. Right? That That is what I would normally say. But then, but then this is where it gets tricky. Why not call out anybody else? The only people you call out is 50, uh, not 50, uh, Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. And speaking of 50, 50 Cent comes out and says, wait a second. He Obviously, he, he's noticing the same thing I'm noticing. It says on Fox News, 50 Cent and Russell Simmons aren't happy with the subject of Oprah Winfrey's latest project. The media mogul is working on a documentary about the Me Too movement and the sexual misconduct within the music industry with Apple TV, which features Simmons. He was accused of assault in 2017 and had adamantly denied the allegations. Now the rapper has his back. I don't understand why Oprah is going after black men, 50 Cent, real name Curtis Jackson, wrote on social media. No Harvey Weinstein, no Epstein, just Michael Jackson and Russell Simmons. This ish is sad. 
Featured in the upcoming doc, which is set to premiere in 2020, is Drew Dixon, who is one of the multiple women who made allegations against 62-year-old Simmons. Later on, 50 shared another photo on Instagram, which was a composite of six men accused of sexual misconduct. Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Weinstein, Jeffrey uh, Epstein, Kevin Spacey, and President Donald Trump. Cosby and R. Kelly have jail written over their images, while the four remaining men, all of whom are white, have walk written over them. You think Oprah don't notice how this ish is playing out? The musician wrote, strongly insinuating race plays a major role in these kinds of cases. Meanwhile, Simmons also penned his own message to Oprah. So before I get to what Russell Simmons says to Oprah, now we have more context here. Because see, before, if it's just in business, if you notice something is wrong, you, you know, if you see something wrong, say something. It's what they say, right? So normally you would say, well, okay, Oprah is, you know, protecting black women. She's protecting women and making sure that, you know, they have a voice in the space. Normally, you would say that makes perfect sense. But then the only just a weird question that we I feel like we have to document for the culture is why nobody else? Why? Oh, why only Michael Jackson? Why? You know, R. R. Kelly being on, you know, the the interview with Gail. Now Russell Simmons. What happens to the rest of these people out here? Why is there no focus on any of them? I think that's a fair question. And so should business come before friendship? Technically, I can see how if your higher calling is protecting women within the industry or your higher calling is protecting a certain uh, group within the industry. I respect that. And I honor that. But then why aren't you caring about that in all instances? Why is it just in particular instances? That's where I, it gets a little tricky. I think it's okay to have a higher calling and higher calling than your friendships. You can have your friendships, but if somebody's doing something that's wrong, then you need to say something. And it doesn't mean you have to stop being friends, but you have to hold people accountable. Fair. But not all, you can't only do that when it's convenient for your pocketbooks. I think that's the wisdom here. It feels like, and I, somebody, somebody's going to say, well, she don't need the money. This can't be for money. Listen, it's not necessarily that I think Oprah is doing this for money. But I think this is a a power plays. And money just happens to be tied to it. These are these are power plays of putting people into check and you know holding people <laughs> holding people uh, in the public uh for public humiliation. And so as that comes out, then Russell Simmons decides to to send a message to Oprah. And I think within that, that's what we really find. That's where we really find our wisdom for the day. So the next thing that happens is Russell Simmons 
he sends a message over to Oprah. And here's what he says. Dearest Oprah, you have been a shining light to my family and my community. He said on Friday, it's so troubling that you choose to single me out in your recent documentary. Now, before I continue, I want you to remember that this came out. (laughs) These were all Friday night news dumps. Remember? Does anybody remember this? This is Friday night news dumps. Friday and Saturday. So let's continue. It's troubling that you choose to single me out in your recent documentary. I have already admitted to being a playboy, more appropriately titled today Womanizer. Uh, Who added that in here? Who wrote this story? This is written by Jessica Napoli. Did, Did she just add that in? More appropriately titled today Womanizer. Huh. I wonder if he wrote that or did she? I have to see the the screenshot. All right. Anyway, let's keep going. I've already admitted to being a playboy, sleeping with and putting myself in a more compromising situations than almost any man I know. So many that could that that some could reinterpret or reimagine a different recollection of the same experiences. I have taken and passed nine three-hour lie detector tests, he continued. These stories are unusable. I am guilty of exploiting, supporting, and making the soundtrack for a grossly unequal society, but I have never been violent or forced myself on anyone, he added. Still, I am here to help support a necessary shift in power and consciousness. So I believe... I believe this is this is just where I'm coming from. Once again, I am not here to debate the allegations. I'm not here to um, attack the accusers. That is, I know this is a tough topic, and most people will avoid this topic. I get it. From a business standpoint, Oprah is not wrong for doing the documentary. From a business standpoint, she wasn't wrong for doing the Michael Jackson documentary. Because in business, you can do whatever you like to do, as long as you're not, you know, quote unquote, physically hurting anyone. Where it gets a little tricky, though, for her own business. See, now we got to turn the tables. For her own public uh, perception, for people within her community, this is where it gets a little tricky, Oprah. You, the next project you do, if it's another black man or woman, and you do not address these other people that happen to not be black, who are going through all these same allegations, but but somehow those conversations are a lot quieter. If you do not address those, you're going to lose the support of many people within black culture. It's already happening. Now, here's the thing, Oprah. I don't know if you care or not. You got your money. You've done whatever you want to do. You know, I think about what's been happening recently where Tom Joyner 
had his last episode of his radio show. And a lot of people have put out thought pieces or think pieces saying, you know, if Tom Joyner had started his own company and built his own empire, he would have never had to be forced out. And, you know, I know Oprah has started her own thing and is doing her own thing. And she's really reached a place where she doesn't have to answer to anyone. She doesn't have to answer to Black Equity Network. She doesn't have to answer to Russell Simmons. She doesn't have to answer to anyone. However, it appears that to her, business is more important than friendships. Many would say, well, I can't just stand by and let this happen without it being done right. And no matter who my friends are, I have to tell this story. And you know what? I would I would respect that. But it seems like you only are actually attacking your friends. It seems like the only people that you're willing to attack are your black friends. That's what it appears to be. Now, maybe 30 years from now, when all the smoke clears and we look back on it, maybe it was never that. But we thought Michael Jackson was a friend of yours. And then later it comes to find out that you said you weren't friends. There was nothing, you know, a friendship with him. We thought you were. We thought you and Russell Simmons were friends. And it looks like it's not. It appears that there's no... When someone sits down with you and has a conversation with you, there's really not any type of loyalty or friendship with you. It, to you, it's just about getting the story and making power moves. And I think everyone should be paying close attention to their circles and the people around them to see well, what do what do the people around you value the most. Will they value friendship over business or will they value business over friendship? To them, is business war? Is it love? I'm not saying what's right or wrong. I just think it's important to know because this is a messy situation. When you have someone you thought was your friend who has decided to do a documentary that could potentially end your entire empire, especially what we've seen what happened with with R. Kelly earlier this year. If that same impact happens to Russell Simmons, you could potentially end his career. And by the way, if he did something wrong, then maybe that should be what what happens. I don't know. But just a little suspicious that every time Oprah is getting involved in a project, it's a former friend, at least someone we thought was her friend, that she's taken down. So what many people are asking is who is telling Oprah to do this? Who behind the scenes is making these things happen? Because it's getting very peculiar, very, very peculiar And Monique told us to watch out and to pay attention 
And with with these stories coming out more and more, it's obvious that uh, at least a piece of what Monique was saying was correct. But tell me your thoughts. What do you think? Is it business over friendships? Is it friendship over business? Is it business is war? Is it business is love? Or maybe it's none of the above. Maybe you have a whole nother take that I never even considered. Until next time, my friends, thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I'm sitting back and I'm going to try to see how this all plays out, see how this documentary comes together. But obviously for 2020, we got to pay attention and make sure the people on your left and right, you know what they're there for. Are they there just to get the scoop and get the story on you? Or are they there for the long term? If you love the work that we do at Black Equity Network, look forward to Equity for the Culture. It will be a monthly virtual workshop series for the culture where you can learn different parts of business and implement those into your tool set. So look forward for that in 2020. We are excited to bring that to you. See you on the next episode of the Black Equity Podcast.